0: This is the 35th episode of curiosity and welcome to the episode. This, because uh, we have like the uh, Oscars coming up, so I figured I'd do an episode about, uh, you know, the Oscar nominations and movies and all that kind of stuff. So this episode is with um, Sade and Kyle of Offscreen Babel, and uh, it's just a really fun conversation. I have uh, my girlfriend Sydney hop on and, and join us in the interview uh, about 10 minutes in, but we just talk about movies and nominations and uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. So if you're into movies and, and cinema and anything like that, I think you'll enjoy just kind of hanging out with us on this uh, this episode. Um, but other than that, have a, enjoy the uh, episode and enjoy the Oscar nominations and uh, the ceremony coming up. So I hope you watch that too, because uh, that's always pretty fun. But That's it. Let's get to the episode. Here is Sade and Kyle of Offscreen Babble. And boom. Hello. How's it going? Uh, Sade and Kyle.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Thanks for being on, guys. Uh, Stoked to talk to you. And it's uh, it's like movie season sort of right now. Oscar season, I guess, huh?
1: That is true. Next week are the Oscars.
2: Yeah, end of movie season,
1: I guess. Yeah, right? really, yeah. or beginning yeah. of a new one, really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Really true. But
0: yeah, I mean, I haven't seen a movie in six years. No, just kidding. But, oh,
1: um, I was like, oh, my, uh, my God. <laughs> no. This would
0: be a, a tough podcast to get through. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I haven't seen many this year, really. And I think it's because we uh, we used to have Movie MoviePass. We got rid of it. I don't know mm, a few okay. months ago or whatever when they all they all kind of changed it, but that was yeah. great for a while. While when they were great and you could go to anything, I, yeah, I, I, we saw like everything for the last Oscars. But now, yeah, I, I feel like I've been missing out.
2: Did you get the uh, yearly membership or you just got it monthly?
0: Uh, we just did month to month. Yeah. So, okay.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Once it once it started changing and they restricted the the movies you could go to, then it, it was just like we can never find anything to really go-to so it, it wasn't worth it but did you guys, yeah
2: it was
1: did we you guys had movie do that? Pass, we had movie pass maybe it's like second round because movie pass has been around for a little while
2: a long time actually
1: yeah and before last year we had when did we have it like 2016 i think
2: something like that basically it was back when it was actually 35 dollars a month
1: Yeah. Oh, right. Okay.
2: Um, Which was, you know, reasonable if you really saw three movies a month. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, yeah, you know, we basically see like three movies a month. Let's do it. And didn't realize there was also an early termination fee if you weren't in it for a year. And then it ended up being like a... You know, I really like to get the value out of whatever we get. And I was like, oh, you know, we got to go to a movie. And Shani's like, well, nothing looks interesting. I'm like, no, this one's good enough. Like, we'll just go see it. So so Kyle's
1: describing him slowly going crazy because it was essentially (laughs) like we need to see a movie this week. And I was like, well, there's nothing I want to see. It's like, but we have movie passes. I was like, great. I'm not going to go see a movie <laughs> yeah. just because I want to see a movie because I, I want to see it. And yeah. e- eventually we were just like, let's get rid of it. And when I think what you're describing, the membership that maybe you had that was more recent, that's when Kyle was like, maybe we should do it again. I was like, no, <laughs> you are not allowed to have this thing because yeah. You, you go overboard and then all that stuff started happening with like them restricting the movies and yeah.
2: Yeah. Then I was like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't go for it again, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder if, cause they had like when it's 35 a month, you really do. I would definitely feel the obligation to go at least twice, definitely three times. Cause it's like, you know, you you're feel like you have for- to, you're paying for it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But when it's $10 a month, it's like, well, I, I saw one, so I kind of made my money there. Um, exactly. exactly. Yeah.
1: That yeah. is a way better value. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I could just see one movie a month and that's great. Yeah. yeah. And
2: now with, uh, since we started our podcast, now we're seeing it even more. So yeah,
1: we already it's were like, seeing we a lot of movies, <laughs> but now we're seeing like way more than usual. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so did you, have you tried any, like, there's a bunch of, cause movie pass when they, cause it's, they started off as like kind of a, a you know, a decent company or, I don't know, mm-hmm. like they were actually trying to make money, it seemed like, and, and be a, yeah. a real company with $35 a month. But then they're like, well, let's just go to $10 a month and see what happens, it seems like. And then everything fell apart or something, but they got a lot of – uh a lot of attention for sure and then it yeah. seems like there are a lot of people kind of copied that model like have you guys tried any of the other ones that are are similar to movie pass do you have any of those
1: no we were debating the amc what's well what yeah like, we were gonna do the amc
2: one because that one actually i think sounds great yeah it's 20 bucks a month and you can go to uh you know there's some weird limits around how many that were kind of complicated but it worked out to be fine uh but the Awesome thing was you could go to um, IMAX or any of the special format things too, as part of that. So it was like a really good value. But the problem is, we have so many Cinemark theaters around us, and there are a couple AMCs that are just not that convenient.
1: They're just not convenient. Like the theater that we go to the most is by our house, and it's less than a 10 minute drive. Yeah. So that's, and it's not AMC. So
2: it But then there was another one that uh we hadn't heard about till just recently. Oh, I forget, yeah, I something with an S maybe.
1: Yeah, it's like in LA and a, some a few other places. Well, no, now it's across the country I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, and okay. that
2: one seemed reasonably good. I was reading some articles about it, but um I forget there was an article I looked at and by the end of it I was like, "Eh, maybe." So I'm still kind of waiting it out and seeing what happens. I think uh you know, somebody may get it right. But uh, yeah,
1: I think it yeah. seems like the good thing about movie Pass, even though it's now like a mess, I think it has caused um a lot of people to say, like, I enjoy going to the movies. I think like statistically, movie like movie goers dwindled, I guess these past few years, but they kind of peaked with movie pass mm-hmm. and I think that there's always this conversation, like, what do theaters need to do to get more people in? And ultimately, it's like, have reasonable pricing, first off, because a lot of people can't afford to go to the movies multiple times because of how expensive it is.
2: Yeah, we we do uh, two little hacks to make it more affordable. One is that we go to the first showing or an early showing on the weekend, which also, the theater us is very cheap, so it ends up. It's I think it's five fifty a ticket. When yeah, we do that. Oh, yeah, that's
0: really good. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then, um, if we need to go like uh, you know in the evening or something like that, I get um, a four pack of Cinemark tickets from Costco, and they're eight fifty a piece, which is which still is like cheaper. way cheaper than like the twelve bucks it normally is.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And you can just kind of use those for any showtime.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you wanted to go to like 3d or something, you just like, it's an upcharge of like a 50 cents or a dollar or something. So if you really want to do that, you can. Oh, okay. Um, and they're like e-delivery. So it just comes to your email. So it's pretty nice.
0: Oh, that's sweet. That's Costco.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: We have a AMC right by us. That's the one that we kind of normally go to. So I'm going to look at the, their, whatever thing that they have.
1: Yeah. Apparently it's really nice. They also have like a thing with AMC, like you can uh, get in line and there's a special line for the AMC like <laughs> members. Yeah, and yeah. I Rope did, and, yeah. 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 I did go to an AMC once um, recently and I obviously am not a member and I noticed like, oh, I want to get a snack and people would just like show up and then they would stop going to the other normie line I guess <laughs> and then go to go to the AMC line and it was kind of like oh okay yeah I guess that would be cool if I could just <laughs> walk in and be attended to right away versus now I'm waiting extra long right
0: yeah but yeah
1: VIP experience yeah yeah yeah
0: that's such a funny like oh shoot sorry oh Sydney okay. show know my dog going crazy <laughs> um, but it's such a funny uh like way to kind of like Show VIP like status is to just like have a special line. I, I think it's just hilarious. And while you yeah. kind of walk up, and everyone else in the in the regular line is just like, oh dang, we should have done that. You know, it,
1: literally, yeah. it was like whisper, whisper, whisper. Why are they getting helped? It, like, I it was just like, yeah, <laughs> like that's exactly what <laughs> happens. So. And
2: it's kind of like when we we've been to Disney World and Disneyland a couple times recently, and it's like when you have the fast pass oh, for the ride. yeah, the first mm-hmm. time. We did it. We like felt bad. We're like, oh, my God, we're passing everyone. They're just kind of looking at us. And then like a couple of times later, we're like uh, with Disney World, I think it was like included with the ticket. It's like, oh, you know, it's normal. Anybody can do this. They just picked a different time or whatever. So we felt better. And then what was the uh, the kid that passed us? Uh, one
1: time oh, he had the fast pass. He had the fast pass, but I feel like he was being a little smug about it. Yeah, like, I forget what he did. He was like, he was <laughs> yeah. seeing, like way
2: back at like the people in the regular. He's like, see you later. Yeah. Or like that. yeah.
1: He did something <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, wow. Like, oh, okay. Oh, that's,
2: man. that's yeah. <laughs> later
0: suckers. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It was like literally <laughs> something like that. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess he's enjoying it, but, uh, but probably not. Bad. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man, that's good. Um, so, how many movies do you guys, how often are you guys heading to the movies then per month or week or whatever?
1: Oh, man, I think when we first started the podcast last year, we started like early May, end of April. We were basically going to the theater like once a week. So, maybe four movies um, a month. And then in the theaters. In theaters, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes it would even be more. I remember a few times we were like, Well, there's two movies coming out, so we have to see both of them. Yeah. Uh, So I would say uh, at most last year, it was like maybe five a month. Yeah. And then uh, the average, maybe like three a month. And now that, uh, you know, it's the beginning of the year, there's not as many movies that we want to see come out, like at least right now, uh, we're maybe seeing like two a month, at least like last month. Uh, I think I, I saw some movies without you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah. So right now we're seeing a lot less and maybe mm-hmm. watching more movies at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're then, supplementing
2: it. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're still seeing a lot. And then we'll probably, I, I think once, gosh, when does Captain Marvel come out? Like next month? I think that's the beginning of like all these movies that we want to see start to come out. So we'll probably be back at four a yeah. month. Mm-hmm. pretty quickly
0: yeah man yeah that's a lot you guys are definitely uh hardcore movie watchers for sure
1: yeah i remember reading i'm not sure if this is still like the actual average for like u.s tickets like but i guess at one point the average person in the u.s saw maybe four movies a year oh wow. um and th- and yeah. that that makes sense if you're like, especially if you have a family, you know, you can't really like go to the movie theaters all the time if you have young kids and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's why it was that number. But to me, I'm like, I can't even imagine only seeing four movies in one year. Like, yeah. that seems so. That seems so. Like, one a month is tough, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about like the
2: lowest I go, I think. Maybe once a month. May, so, like, before the podcast, I think we'd do like one to two a month. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'd be a month without anything, but then I'd kind of get the itch, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's nice that you guys have sort of the. You have the podcast so it's course like a a nice excuse to kind of go off it yes. and see all these movies you know it, it makes it, it it fun for sure
1: yeah yeah, yeah i'm hoping does.
2: at some point if it grows enough we can uh actually fund our movie watching with the podcast that would yeah. Be the oh,
1: yeah that would be interesting yeah. <laughs> um but then i guess like when we're not seeing movies then we have like tons of tv that we're watching too so mm-hmm. like it does feel like we're always watching something. Yeah. Even if there's nothing like this past month, there hasn't really been a ton of movies out. But I feel like we've watched tons of TV. Plus, so, it's <laughs> it's raining a lot here at the moment, too. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We don't really want to go outside. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is true.
0: Yeah. Um, OK, so I just got Sydney just sat down. Um, so, Hi,
1: guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh,
0: so I mentioned this to you guys before, but for people listening, Sydney is... We're in a relationship together, for Hello. people wondering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she has Hello a uh, uh, a YouTube channel called Scared Pale, because we're, well, both of us are extremely pale, and uh, she, uh, inter- or you review, like, horror scary movies, right? Yeah,
3: at this point, I'm just reviewing and commentating on different types of horror films, and it's a fairly new channel, but yeah, and then hopefully down the road, hoping to just interview people on yeah, what their favorite scary movies are and just what their exposure is to horror films maybe growing up because I feel like a lot of people um, were censored or, you know, sheltered in mm-hmm. very different ways and how that affected them. And, yeah, so that's,
1: that's that really was. interesting. interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's interesting because Sade watches scary movies, but I don't. Ah, and yeah. I, I was more sheltered as a kid uh, for what I watched. And uh, I definitely get scared more easily and don't enjoy getting scared. Mm. So I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie where I get scared. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: That's like yeah. what I am. That's kind of our relationship together where I, yeah, my mom won't even watch like a, a superhero movie because it's got too much violence sometimes.
2: Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: uh, you know, I just never grew up. I wasn't exposed to it, but now, you know, since meeting Sid, we've, I've,
3: I've exposed him. You've exposed yeah. Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and, uh, yeah, yes.
1: Just, I think for me, I was definitely, uh, I would watch scary movies or thrillers, um, some horror. But I think when there was a trend of, like, kind of, like, tortury stuff, mm-hmm. that was when I was out. And I kind of maybe unjustly thought, oh, all horror films are like that. So for yeah. a period of time, I wasn't watching it, but recently I'm like, oh no, there's so many different types of horror and scary films that um, I shouldn't not watch them. So I've been getting more into them recently.
3: Yeah, I definitely think that there can be this stereotype put upon horror films where they're just like labeled as unintelligent or gore or slasher and that's what people kind of think. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's a lo- there's a pretty wide range of you know, I guess what you would label horror, like thriller or suspense or psychological thrillers. So, yeah, I think um, there's a there's a lot to see out there and just whatever makes people comfortable. And yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. but you're like, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I I used to uh, like when I would see a scary movie, I would come home and tell Kyle everything about it like I'd be like mm-hmm. okay and then walk out the, the door yeah, movie, I, yeah i i try to reenact the entire movie and sometimes that would even scare me <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Like, okay i need
2: to watch something funny now Let's
1: but then after was it uh, when get out came out i was like okay Kyle i know this looks scary on the trailer but you need to see this movie um that was, I think, one of the very rare times you actually went to go see it because I was like, "I will tell you everything that happened, so you're not surprised." But you still need to see it. You didn't. You didn't tell me everything. Though, I think I did was. tell you what happened because no. I think I wanted to make sure you didn't feel scared.
2: No, I, th- I think you just kind of went over
1: how Briefly. scary it got. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you didn't the give it level. away. Okay. Okay. Really. Okay. Yeah, so, I did because I was like, "You have to see this." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Kyle, how did total-
3: you? Yeah, what did you think about Get Out then?
2: Get Out was great. Um, I thought, you know, there were a couple bit of scary parts, but, you know, it was doable and it wasn't, like, too insane. Uh, And it was so worth it for the movie. The movie was great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very deep. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm glad that you saw it because you were like, I don't want to see it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: after after a while of being together, I finally started to trust that she knew (laughs) what I could handle and (laughs) what I liked. Uh, She. I don't know how, but she's really good at knowing like if someone will like something uh, just for like anybody she meets and it's kind of crazy. I don't know how she does it. I, I mean,
1: I try to like figure out what people are interested in first, of course. Yeah. And then if I know the subject, I'm like, uh, this doesn't sound like you at all, <laughs> you know, like yeah. this isn't going to be your thing. <laughs> so if
2: she says like, you'll like this, I'm like, okay, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll try it.
0: That's a good talent. You should, you could open up like a... A booth at the state fair and, and give recommendations yeah. to people yeah,
1: yeah, yeah make i make them fill out there. a survey yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And i'm like okay based off of the results this is the type of movie you should yeah. watch or maybe you can
2: make buzzfeed quizzes yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. that would be cool <laughs>
0: um so kyle what about like a movie like like the shining or something because i was not you know i'm not into horror or scary stuff really either but the Shining for me is like one of my favorite movies ever and so much so that I'm even reading the book right now. Have you, have you oh, ever seen that?
2: I have not. Uh, you know, I definitely wasn't open at all. Uh, okay. So I'll say the, the only couple <laughs> things I have seen was my first girlfriend somehow convinced me to see Saul, mm. which was Saul three, I think at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, you know, I saw that. And I was like, okay, it was a little crazy, but it was okay and it was kind of interesting. So, you know, fine. And then Saw 4 came out and I was like, well, I handled that okay. I'll do Saw 4. But Saw 4 (laughs) was horrific. Like, (laughs) I just left there feeling terrible. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that again. Uh, So, that kind of thing I don't like. And then I saw. Uh like I had a bunch of friends over and my mom and my sister and stuff and everybody wanted to watch um which is the one, Damien?
1: Uh, oh, uh the 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 newer one. Okay, the one that came out like in two thousand something. Yeah, this was
2: a long time ago. But okay. <laughs> newer. <laughs> I mean it's not that uh, long. Yeah. The
1: original. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. Um so I saw that and
2: you know, I I didn't really like that. It was pretty scary throughout the thing, and I was like, eh.
1: I think something like The Shining, which I'm I'm not sure, Kyle, if you're familiar with the story. I think that would really mess you up because yeah. you kind of see this guy slowly lose it, and mm. it's I mean, we I don't know if you two have seen um, recently Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, the kind of choose your own adventure. No, um, that is on the list. Oh, okay, I won't spoil it for you. But if you've seen anything of Black Mirror, you know there's a lot of stuff like you're questioning what is happening sometimes. Maybe yes. um, there's some psychological stuff there. And we did an episode where I was like, "Oh, let's watch Bandersnatch," and we started watching it. And basically, Kyle had to stop because he was like, "I don't like where this is going." Mm-hmm. Like it was just it was like just it, it just intense. didn't make him feel good because yeah. it it does a very good job of like sucking you in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get sucked
2: in easily to
1: things. Too. Yeah. So I think the shining, I've seen The Shining and I really liked it, but mm-hmm. I think you would be upset. <laughs> I think you would not <laughs> yeah. like
2: well, that again. Yeah, for, for another example, uh Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. did you guys ever see that? Yeah. 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 So that one I thought was a great movie, but it was too much for me. After that, I just like felt terrible. Mm-hmm. I just like, yeah, didn't have a good feeling afterwards. So that's the kind of thing where it's like it wasn't scary but it was just like so intense i that, think you yeah.
1: definitely when you watch like i i mean when i watch stuff I, of course i can be moved and i get really into it but then and maybe i leave with a new um feeling on something or a new perspective um and then you know i kind of just move forward i think with kyle it like really hits him and yeah. if it's disturbing. Yeah. It's like it will maybe ruin his day. Like it will, yeah. <laughs> it will affect him a little longer than at least for me.
2: Yeah, she's much more detached with things uh, while watching them. Well, usually. no,
1: no, I'm. I, I think I think he's saying that because I'm like. She, I'm also, she calls
2: characters not by the character names but by like the actor names. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. I'm or like I no, I know all name. the characters' names. I'm like
1: okay, yeah. yeah, the guy with the glasses. He was doing and and, yeah. and then, <laughs> so I guess I I sometimes. I do like learning about like the production of uh, film and TV and who's involved and, oh, if I like this actor's performance, what else can I see them in? So I guess sometimes when I'm watching stuff, I'm thinking about, oh, where have I seen this person and what else can I see them in or who's directing? So, yeah, I guess I can be a little bit distracted at times, but I think with Kyle, you're just like really engrossed. Yeah, I'm
2: totally engrossed and enthralled in the story like completely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: yeah.
0: like how I'll I feel like I'm like that, Kyle. We're all I'll totally f- at the end of a movie, if it doesn't if I'll feel horrible if it's like a even like a drama or like a scary movie or something. So I definitely have to I'm always like, Okay, Sid, we gotta watch like something funny now. We gotta turn on the office before I can go to yeah. bed. You know? Yep, yep. Because it
1: it's we sticks do the same? You. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely do that. I think our go to is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. We'll yeah. we'll watch a comedy afterwards.
3: Yeah, I definitely lean more towards Shaw Day. I'm very invested in the actors and they're related like oh they were in this movie together too and wait who directed this and almost to a fault where if I recognize an actor I'm like on my phone googling like where have I seen them like (laughs) I'm like interested in what's happening behind the scenes and I think it's why I was exposed to pretty much everything as a kid which is maybe not great but like I was always hyper aware of oh I'm gonna watch the special features now like how did they do this I think I was always at a level of understanding that it wasn't real and so i'm Mm -hmm. able to absorb it and be invested in the plot and the characters but then i'm able to leave it behind and move forward i suppose and Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. you were watching the exorcist at like age seven right that's pretty
3: accurate (laughs) yeah a really bad babysitter yeah (laughs) but i was also like whoa what is this like this is crazy so yeah it just depends
1: well, that's funny because it's very similar for me as well. My parents did not watch what I was watching or filter anything I was watching. So I definitely was watching like scary movies or things that maybe weren't like age appropriate. Um, and I remember I watched, what is it, Child's Play?
3: Oh, Chucky. Like,
1: yeah. Okay. That And that was <laughs> such a bad mistake because I'm pretty sure I was maybe six and then and then like, I I don't know, I've, I've dabbled into looking into this here and there, but the, I think that Chucky doll was based off of a real doll named Corky. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but like one day after watching Child's Play, my parents weren't aware that I watched it, my dad got me a Corky doll. And it was terrifying because oh, it had like a very <laughs> similar look to Chucky. And I was just like, why? And I mean, we don't need to get into this, but this doll did move. <laughs> so, like, oh, like I just, uh, like, I, I, I asked my dad to throw it away, and then, like, years later, I found out he never threw it away, and I convinced myself that it came back. Like, it was, it was not a good <laughs> thing for me, <laughs> like, yeah. as far as being a child watching a scary movie like that. But I think also as a child, I all, I was, um, my mom really enjoyed watching like entertainment um, like entertainment tonight, like learning about celebrity stuff. And I think that interests me in like knowing about celebrity news, but also understanding like, okay, this person is a famous actor. What have they been in? Okay. Let me see all their movies or, uh, let me watch the special features or whatever, things like that. And I think that's what interests me at a young age and like up until when I was a teenager.
2: Yeah. What's interesting for me is, uh, I am, I'm not, uh, involved in the celebrity aspect, the actors and what doing or the production of the movie. Um, But since I was in high school or even middle school, I was very interested in making movies. And I learned, you know, video editing and uh, even went to a video editing camp (laughs) when I was a kid. And um, so I was very familiar with uh, different things. But mostly uh, what I was trying to make at that point were like martial arts movies with my friends And, uh, so I was familiar with, you know, how to make movies and different things like that. Um, but when I'm watching it, I'm, I'm just like instantly in it and I'm not able to, detach and think about that stuff. But I am aware and love special features, even now when Shada is not as interested in them anymore. Well,
1: I, I'm not as interested because I feel like a lot of the special features are not special <laughs> anymore. Like, not special. I, feel, I feel like for new movies, special features are maybe because um, production companies and studios are not finding it profitable to film special features as much. Um, but a lot of the material on new movies are like promotional material rather than an actual like in-depth, like let's take you behind the scenes. I think also people are so aware of possibly how embarrassing it might look if the movie is bad. And then they're talking about like the the classic thing I can think of is like George Lucas talking about the prequels and all those special features of him like really talking about Star Wars and the prequels and Jar Jar Binks and blah, blah, blah. And then – it doesn't age well because people make fun of that. And now we have Mm -hmm. hours of footage of George Lucas talking about this thing. (laughs) So now like one of the special features we watched recently was for Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, that movie, we really loved it. Of course, I'd love to know like more in-depth things about it. And I think if the movie came out in like or 2003 I think they would have done it but instead the special features at least what we saw were very much like promotional clearly like this was like the eighth thing they filmed that day and it wasn't very in depth and it was you know just like a very it was like almost like a extended commercial yeah it didn't feel it didn't feel like a let's like really talk about how we came up with these stunts or um what it takes to do this or like Yes, we all know Tom Cruise does his own stunts and wants to do them, but it almost seemed like it was trying to flatter Tom Cruise rather than, like, really dissect, like, why are we doing these stunts for the movie? What do they mean for the story? You know, like, things yeah. like that. Mm.
0: That's a good point, because you guys might – you're probably on, like, a whole different echelon than where I'm at. But, yeah, I watched – we saw Mission Impossible, and and I loved watching all the, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of him, like, like jumping out of the – uh skydiving out of the plane I was like oh yeah they, they had to you know CGI that one shot but then we saw like the cameraman's literally right in front of him and like falls out backwards of the plane mm-hmm. uh, yeah and and follows Tom Cruise I was like oh my god that was so cool <laughs> to see like behind yeah. the scenes but but I can get like where you're coming from where it's like well why why did they do that
1: yeah and I think also for me sometimes maybe the excitement maybe I'm like a little bit jaded because like By the time the DVD comes out and they show that footage, I've already seen at least a version of that footage like before the movie came out for the promotional stuff they did to promote the movie Mm -hmm. uh, for you to see it initially like on their YouTube page. So like I've already seen like I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the special features that we have seen recently have been like repurposing and repackaging material that they already filmed um, before the movie came out.
2: Yeah. And I'm, I'm more like you where, um, I still wanted to see it and was interested (laughs) in it. And I actually did see it beforehand in like YouTube videos. And I was like, Oh, this is almost the same thing, but maybe it has a little bit more. And I was like, Oh yeah, it does. (laughs) Cool. But you know, at the same time, you know, Shade brought that up and I was like, yeah, that's true. It would be a lot better if it were more raw and like showing, like, you know, a more uninterrupted clip of like them actually filming it with less like intercuts with like music and like stuff going on.
1: I think Tom Cruise features are probably very difficult to get a unfiltered access to him because I think he's very aware of himself as a personality. And so I think anything he's involved in, he's going to make sure it's very packaged and clean and makes him look as cool as possible, which I'm not trying to say that's bad, but if I want to see a special feature, I definitely want to go deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, totally. I had a guy um, on the podcast probably 10 episodes ago, but he was um, he did special effects for um, a lot of Hollywood movies, but specifically uh, the remake of The Blob he did. And it was okay. just so fun to hear him talk about, you know, how they made like the actual blob thing, and they had huge gallons drums full of all this stuff. Um, oh, cool! Oh, wow. Yeah, it's cool stuff. But it, yeah, you just don't really yeah. get that.
1: And that like, that is exactly what I would love to like see from movies mm-hmm. today. Like, I would love someone to go in depth, and I and I have to assume that maybe the studios just find it to be too expensive for them to have like a documentary crew on top of whatever filming extra stuff like I don't know I don't know what the reason why that stopped and why people don't do things like that anymore but um I would love to like know things like special effects and how they do it especially if they did like practical effects like actual things like that that would be really cool to hear
3: Mm -hmm. I think part of it too is just The way people consume entertainment is so different because even you guys mentioned you know everyone gets everything from YouTube these days and so you know the minute you see that trailer you're going to look it up and yeah so I think a lot of those things are just out there on the internet so yeah maybe it's a a budgeting thing they don't want to pay for that expense and then maybe it's just also people are such a quick consumption these days. They watch things so yeah. quick. They're binging things. And so, I don't know. Unfortunately, I feel like the mass people, they don't really care. I have I have so many yeah. friends I know. They're like, oh, you watch the special features? I'm like, yeah.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, I yeah, think you're absolutely right on that. Because I think, like, even with this whole, like, Oscar season right now, a lot of the conversation from at least, like, it's going to air on ABC – A lot of the conversation from their part is um, I think it's mainly like they want to make sure they're getting ratings like how they were getting in like 2002. Mm -hmm. And the ratings in 2002, I think, were like 40 million, 40 plus million people were watching the Academy Awards. And I think the ratings more recently now are like 20 million which oh, wow. if you think about it that sounds very drastic however ratings for everything have gone down mm-hmm. i maybe the, especially a live event i just maybe the super bowl the ratings have stayed pretty consistent or maybe have dwindled just a little bit but like for most tv including live other live events they've gone down because uh to go off of what you were just saying like I think in 2002, if you wanted to see movie stars, you didn't, there wasn't like a YouTube that you were watching all the stuff. There wasn't like Instagram where you had access to them all the time to see what they're doing or what they're wearing. You had to watch an award show. And I think now in 2019, if you are only slightly interested in movies, it's not a driving factor for you to watch a three hour award ceremony. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because totally. you could just say like, oh, if I want to see, um, I don't know, like what Lady Gaga is doing, I could just go to her Instagram. I don't need to see her at the Academy Award. You know, like I, I have that access to her most of the time.
3: It's interesting as well to see how the Academy and the Oscars are responding to that because it's a very clear – I don't know if it's an issue, but I suppose for them with ratings and stuff and how, you know, they're adding all these categories and they're shifting some Mm -hmm. of the categories to be, you know, received during the commercial breaks because they think Mm -hmm. people don't care
1: about them.
3: And yeah, so it's a weird time for this television.
1: Yeah. This ceremony specifically has been the messiest as far (laughs) as like the production of what's going into it. Because like you said, They were uh, up until, I guess, two days ago, they were literally saying, we're going to air four of our award shows during commercial break. And then I think maybe yesterday, they were like, never mind. And it's like, guys, can you stop? Like, just (laughs) like, I don't like that they made that decision in the first place. But I also don't like that they keep making decisions and changing them. And it just feels like they don't know what to do. Because ultimately, I think with all these changes that they're trying to make, they're trying to appeal To more people to get more people to watch. Um, But they're losing like core people who love just watching the award show uh, and would watch it at any point, regardless of how media changes. Um, And I think they probably are now realizing like, wait, our core base of people who want to watch this show are now mad at us because we keep changing everything. <laughs> Maybe we should change it back. Like, I don't know. It seems like they're panicking. I would love a documentary on, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. just, She
2: is so big on documentaries.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like, who is involved in releasing this? Who's the person who has to keep tweeting, okay, we're doing this? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, scratch it. Like, who is, are all these people yeah. involved? Because it just seems like so crazy like i don't know i think she
2: watched the fire festival documentary a little too many times so, i watched yeah. that
1: like multiple <laughs> times and it was amazing i <laughs> i love I, I love documentaries about fiascos or mm-hmm. um especially oh my favorite is like especially when there's like a scammer involved like that has to be revealed and they have to talk about how they scale like i just love that Mm-hmm. genre and yeah. whatever that is called that's my favorite in documentaries
0: <laughs> yeah that fire festival was like a dream come true then for you
1: yeah uh, and especially that two documentaries came out it's just like yeah, oh my gosh right. this is amazing yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like perfect such a funny story gosh
1: yeah yeah that was pretty funny um
0: you got I was listening to your uh your Oscar nomination uh podcast that you did just the yesterday or something but um you guys <laughs> talked about how uh what was it the um the sweater guy with the shoes what's his name
3: Jeff Goldblum
0: no <laughs> he has a kid it's... show in the neighborhood oh, 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 Mr. Rogers. Rogers. oh Mr. Rogers oh Rogers. Yeah. yeah
1: I was like the sweater guy yeah. <laughs> 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 oh um, yeah yeah
0: like how because we saw the documentary and loved it but you talked about it wasn't nominated right
1: it didn't get a nomination which was really surprising
0: Very. yeah but I it was a really good I thought the documentary was good. Yeah, I guess it wasn't, like, the best thing ever, but it was more the subject that I really loved about it. Exactly. Uh,
1: I did, too. And I think that, because, uh, you know, as much as I love watching the Academy Awards, I'm now that we're doing the podcast, I'm trying to become more knowledgeable about it, like, know more facts and stuff. And from what I've heard, I guess the group that votes for Best Documentary, they're not necessarily fans of archival footage documentaries. Like, documentaries that are just showing huh. lots of like clips from old things. So apparently that's a rumor as to why they didn't maybe enjoy um what was it called? Uh Won't You Be My Neighbor? Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe that's mm-hmm. why they didn't enjoy it as much. I'm not sure. But yeah, I thought the documentary was really good. I, I but the only thing I would want from it was more in depth about him as a person. Yeah and specifically from his family because you saw like a brief thing with his sons who briefly were like, yep, that's how he was. And it kind (laughs) of seemed like there was a tiny bit of resentment there. And I wish they would have delved into that a little bit more because I can imagine if that's how your parent was 100% of the time, that might as, as loving and great as that is as a consumer, like watching that, that might be hard to be around that all day every day did you guys see the show kidding oh on showtime
3: i saw the first episode because it was like a trial like they like because we don't have showtime yeah they put it on youtube so i watched it and i i I loved it
2: oh it gets so much better from there
1: yeah i think that kind of delves into like what if mr rogers was in 2019 Mm. yeah what he would be like (laughs) and you kind of see his family life like his um People kind of be like, "Okay, we get it. You are like this all the, you know, like they're a yeah. little exhausted <laughs> by his like ever, you know, like him always being good." But then there's obviously a whole bunch of other stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah.
2: very different character from Mister Rogers, but uh, inspired by and so yeah, you could
1: clearly, see clearly they're the trying to reference it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um.
0: So you guys talked about like you know how they like whatever the Academy likes for, for documentaries wasn't necessarily whatever they did for, for Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yeah. But, so like, how does the, I'm like vaguely familiar with the process, but do you guys know how the whole like voting uh, nomination process works for the Oscars?
1: So unfortunately I don't know the specifics. That's something that I really should like look into and know everything. But what I do know is that, that, Certain people are allowed to vote in certain groups. So I think, like, everyone is allowed to vote in Best Picture, but it documentary, I believe you have to be, like, associated with documentaries and that to vote for Best Documentaries and then also... Oh, what? Sorry. Also, maybe
2: to take a step back, people have to like select people are in the academy and yes. are given the opportunity to vote, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So there's and like is a it whole secretive thing. who's in it. Uh, no, I don't think it's secretive who's in the academy, because a lot of times when they add new members, they'll make like an announcement. OK, especially uh, I think in the past few years, they've been trying to diversify their group and make sure that maybe there's some younger people mm-hmm. and, you know, um. I think they'll make like an announcement, like say, like okay, congratulate all these new people to the academy. So I don't yeah. think it's a secret. I'm I'm pretty positive. If you looked it up, you could probably see like who's a member.
2: I think I was thinking of the uh, people who do the ratings. Uh, oh, for you're like thinking PG-13. like PG thirteen.
1: Oh, um, you're thinking of the MPAA. Yeah, that's that, very that scary. is one hundred percent a secret for no reason. I do not know <laughs> why. There's yeah. that documentary about it. You've you've never seen this documentary. No, you talked about. it. Oh, it's so good. I think it's this film is not rated. Or this uh, film is not yet, yet, yet rated. Yeah. And it's uh, basically this guy trying to, like, find out, like, okay, who are these people who keep who, – it's a filmmaker who's, like, getting, like, his stuff, like, rated R or, like, X or whatever. And he's trying to figure out why are they secret and also who are they. Um, but, yeah, that's completely different. For whatever they're secretive. Uh, The academy is open, but yeah, Yeah. as far as like documentary and who gets to vote for it, I'm assuming it's other documentarians and maybe other people who are part of the production in that. Um, but everyone, at least like actors, directors, producers, I believe are able to vote for best picture and then it goes from there, yeah,
0: right. So, just so whatever, there's some requirement or something like you have to be have some sort of you know credits to your name and then. You get accepted into the academy and then
1: you can vote for various things or whatever, huh? Yeah, I believe that's how it works. And then yeah. I think you
2: get sent uh, screeners of all the different well, things. Well,
1: yeah, right? you get sent screeners, not only if you're – especially if you're in the academy so yeah. that you can – but from what I've heard is like a lot of people don't – I mean it would be almost impossible to watch like everything that's nominated, right? Yeah. Or even everything that comes out to get nominated. But apparently, yes, you have access to all these screeners, but not everyone watches all of them apparently. So yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. That'd be cool. Have they, that'd be really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you have to, is there like a chance you guys could get in there from just having the podcast or is it totally like people who have like been involved with the movie? Do you know?
1: It it has to be somebody who's involved in like, cause it's a union, I think as well. I think you have to be involved to get like Academy screeners. Now there are other people who do like press, Mm -hmm. um, or like bloggers or, um, Film critics. Film critics who get access to screeners as well. Um, But that's not through the Academy. That's just, like, they have access through screeners, I guess, maybe from, like, other things, maybe the production companies or other things that they're part of, like, groups uh, that they're part of. Um, Which sometimes get you, like, early access to the movie before it
2: comes out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, if our podcast somehow was insanely popular Mm -hmm. and, like, we were just doing really well. Then I am assuming um, you could probably get access to things like that more. Yeah, yeah.
0: it'll yeah. happen. Don't worry. Yeah, that's our <laughs> goal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. so fun.
0: Um. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. I'm not even really familiar with like the Best Picture nominations this year. But you guys had some uh, uh, like predictions, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I think we were when we were doing our nominations, we were kind of talking about what do we think will win and what do we want to win? Mm -hmm. Um, And so in Best Picture, uh, I have I actually have like it up. So it's Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. And we have seen those are eight nominations. We have seen six of those movies. We're about to see uh, Roma. Roma. Yeah, Roma's the one that we haven't something. seen. Yeah. Um, but I think And we haven't seen Green Book. Yeah, we haven't seen Green Book. But
2: Shade refuses to watch it.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm not gonna watch <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> there like there are some things I'm just like, no, no, thank you. But yeah. whatever. But yeah, for me, I f- like when I think of like best picture, I I think Kyle and I both really want Black Panther to win. Yeah. And it's not even like I think we're like overly, like, comic book superhero people, even though we do see a lot of comic book superhero movies.
2: Yeah, but Um, I didn't, like, read comic books as a kid or anything.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. I just think that we really enjoyed, like, how that movie was put together, Uh, the fact that it is a superhero film, but it's able to surpass that as far as, like, its genre and, like, be about multiple things and just how entertaining it was. Um, But I think... Roma is gonna win based off of the critical reception it's received. Okay, uh, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's actually very interesting because I think some people are thinking maybe it might be Bohemian Rhapsody might win, and we'd be very upset. About that. <laughs> Kyle's at me very intensely right now. Yeah, so like, um, I don't know if you two saw Bohemian Rhapsody, but um, okay. So I don't know if you liked it or not, but I think it was. I'm not even gonna say it's the worst movie but as far as like being nominated for best picture I think the reason why we were shocked was because it felt like it wasn't very it felt very surface level as far as what they were telling us the story of of Freddie Mercury and the band and it just seemed kind of like they could have gone in a little deeper and yeah and it, it it ultimately when I think best picture I'm thinking about a movie that really like does something either unique or does something insanely well. Like maybe it's a typical story, but it's just executed very well. And I felt like this movie was neither of that. Like it wasn't executed well and it wasn't unique. It was a very like by the book, like, hey, hey, you play music? Okay, let's join the band. We're a success. Drugs. Oh, no. Like, it was, like, it was, like, very, like, you know, like, it, it, that's a story of that we have hey, seen. Hey, spoilers. I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> but, you know, it's a story that I think a lot of people who have watched any type of music, um, biopic, or anything like that, it's very typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the way it was done, I, I can understand why people enjoy it, because if you're just going for a movie – uh, to have fun and, and you Queen, don't really know Queen that well. Sure, yeah, that's you. But also, you like Queen music. It could be an enjoyable time. But I think for us, it was very frustrating. And then the fact that it's getting nominated for Best Picture, we're like, oh my goodness, like how? Like, I don't know. So that, that. but a lot of people think it might win, Best wow. Picture. Huh. So, because
0: yeah, Cindy, you, you saw it. I haven't seen it, but Cindy came home and she was, I asked her how it was, because I was, really excited to see it. I wanted to go see it, but she was like, you know, it was good, but wasn't that great. So I wasn't like, I haven't even seen it now then. And it's probably on, you know, I can rent it or something, but
1: I think you could probably rent it now yeah. or maybe in a few weeks. So, especially since the uh, award show is happening, they're probably going to make sure that if it does win something, it's available for people to purchase and rent right away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to see it still, but I feel like a lot of like, it's probably just because people. It seems like right now there's almost like a resurgence in like Queen and Freddie Mercury and people just love them so much that they wanted to love this movie.
1: I think it's really interesting that you bring that up because when I, so when we do the podcast, what I'll do is I'll try to like look at people or look for people who are discussing maybe the topic we talk about. Mm -hmm. So that week when we talked about Bohemian Rhapsody, I was like, okay, what are people saying? You know, let's just look. And a lot of people were like, very intense about their love for queen the band (laughs) yeah and and justifying why that means the movie is good and it was like it was very hard to have like a conversation about the movie without them feeling very passionate about queen and i think that is what a lot of people are getting out of this movie plus i apparently a lot of like younger people Um, who maybe are like teenagers or like early twenties who are not familiar with Queen as much or like, wow, yeah, this was cool because they're not aware of it, which totally makes sense. And I think many people who saw the movie were like, wait, Queen made this song too. Oh, they did this. Like, I think it's like (laughs) discovering Queen music for the first time. And I completely understand why that would like enhance your experience um, but,
2: but we, it was, we were already familiar with their songs exactly. and liked them a lot. So yeah. we wanted the story behind it. Exactly. Cause we both like, you know, getting the information and like learning more. And it felt like you didn't get much of that.
1: It felt like, and, and I'm, I think with biopics, I always go into it knowing like, well, they're going to change stuff for the story. Mm-hmm. They, they want it to be like, if they only have two hours. They're going to change stuff. You can't, you can't use this as a go-to guide to understand who, whoever it is about. Right. But it did feel like very um, manipulative. Some of the things that they did change and unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, if you want even more further stuff into it, you find out like Queen, the band is heavily part of the production, which might clarify why it doesn't seem to hundred percent focus on Freddie Mercury. Mm -hmm. Because when I think, if someone said, "Hey, I want to do a movie about Queen, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, Freddie Mercury. I wouldn't think the rest of the band because because Freddie Mercury is such a presence, and his story is so interesting that the rest of the band, unfortunately, is just like, it's like, okay, whatever. But I think the rest of the band, because they are the surviving members, were like, "No, let's make it about us." And apparently, they originally wanted the movie to be like halfway through. This is a historical fact, so it's not a spoiler, but Freddie Mercury has, is dead. And they wanted their, <laughs> yeah, so they, it's they, like, Wait, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but halfway, apparently when they first drafted this movie and they were like pursuing it, they wanted halfway through for Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury to die and the rest of the movie to be about Queen and their legacy and how they've moved on and whatever. And To me, that's not cinematic at all. That's like, what? Like, I want to see Freddie Mercury. I don't, uh, like, that's great that you guys went on and, but they're not very interesting, you know, as far Mm -hmm. as the movie goes. So I think it was a lot of like egos involved. And then I I won't even go into like the director being like a whole thing. Like, so yeah, it it was just a, a weird combination of things. But if you go online and try to talk to anybody about it, it's very intense because people really love Queen. So it's hard to have like a conversation about the movie versus the band. So yeah. I'm,
3: I'm curious what your guys' opinion is, how you had mentioned, you know, with a the film, they're naturally going to change certain things so they can fit mm-hmm. in, in a timeline or just for entertainment purposes. And so... After I saw that or any biopic I look up, you know, what are the differences between what really happened? And one of the biggest issues for me with Bohemian Rhapsody particularly was that they made such unnecessary conflict with Freddie Mercury coming out with a solo album and how he was leaving the band. But in reality, Brian May had a solo album. Like I think another member had a solo album and it wasn't a conflict at all really. So do you guys think when – things are changed in quote true story movies do you th- is that understandable or is that just like annoying
1: you know i think it's understandable depending on what they change so like when you go into the specifics of that like what they changed there to me that feels like uh kind of gross that they are trying to like almost make freddie mercury the villain and he's obviously not part of this production because he's dead you know like it seems kind of like why are you doing that i don't understand for the story because it's honestly when i think back on the movie that is such like a minor part like if you want to just make like less for like not much time
2: and it's kind of like you forget that it even happened
1: exactly so it just seems like what was the point in putting that in there unless you just really wanted to for whatever reason like personal reason like it was not constructive for the film and a story like let me just peel away the queen name let's just pretend it's just a band I would be like why are they like it it just felt weird then when you layer in the fact that you know that queen was involved and they are very aware that that is not what happened (laughs) because they were in the band you're like oh that's really strange and like uh, that that but
2: was I'd say in general though um so maybe in that specific instance it didn't seem like it served the movie enough yeah. to make sense but i think from what you were saying before um that that type of thing you were totally fine with in it, general in theory
1: i'm okay cuz yeah. I, I know i know they have 2 hours to tell a story, right? Yeah, so,
2: that's cinematic and interesting so and has like, ups and downs and conflict.
1: If they wanted part of the conflict to be wow, Freddie is just like full of himself and now he's doing his own thing or whatever. Let's really get into that. Why is he full? I mean, he is the star of the, of the band. Maybe that's why he's doing it. Let's delve into his success and how like whatever. But instead, they just kind of like were like yeah, and Freddie was always late. And Freddie did drugs and Freddie did like, it was just like, okay, like, you know, like they, they kept like trying, it, it seemed just so strange how I, I don't think, I mean, who knows how they feel about him. I don't think they're like mad at him, but it seemed like because they were involved, if someone maybe said, Hey, maybe we can make it that, you know, Brian May did something bad. I feel like he would have been like, no, we're not doing (laughs) like, you know, like it just feels, it just feels like, no, 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 no. Let's put that on Freddie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like
2: for me like so Shade is more okay with taking the liberties there, uh, whereas um you know, I like getting the real facts and stuff from it, so it bothers me a little more. I think Yeah, you in were general. pretty
1: you were pretty upset about the changes more than I was.
2: Yeah. You know? But um I think especially it's not great. I like I expect for sure that um The feeling of it and like the um, portrayal of the person and uh, their motivations and all those things should be true. And maybe the events are changed slightly and, you know, certain details are changed, but like the person is still portrayed in the same way as the true story. That is what I would want. And it sounds like, you know, from these kinds of changes in this movie in particular, that was not adhered to. And I, I definitely don't like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I like, yeah, that makes sense. That's well well said, Kyle. That That's really good. But, and I also think that that's kind of the difference where, you know, I agree with you, Sade, too, where I'm okay with, if it's a biopic, with them kind of taking some liberties and, and you know, weaving it into a really nice cinematic story that's fun to watch mm-hmm. and go see. Um Because, you know, it's a biopic, whereas, like, I, that's the difference between A biopic and a documentary I think where I really want it to be as accurate and everything as possible but I can let it I it's understandable because we want it to to be fun to go to and watch but a a documentary is that's where I really you need all the facts and everything and everything straight for a documentary for sure
1: I I agree that's what I kind of left Bohemian Rhapsody like I hope there's a really good documentary on this subject. But I it just feels like, unfortunately, like, what was the documentary we watched? Was it Eagles? The Eagles documentary that was on HBO? That one was really good because they had, like, all the members and they were very candid about their personal ups and downs and their feelings about the other members and blah, 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 blah. I feel like with... Queen, unfortunately, I don't know if they, one, I don't know if they would sit down to do a real in-depth documentary. Two, I think because of the fact that they're a little bit more maybe, I wouldn't say secretive, but guarded, it'd be hard to find like real information about stuff. And then unfortunately, Freddie Mercury's dead. So you can't interview him, you know, like you have to go off of, um, secondhand I guess, accounts. Exactly. So it, I don't know. I, I hope that they do make a documentary on Queen one day. That's very in depth because that I was missing a lot of that in the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. That's, yeah, Hopefully that would happen. It seems almost inevitable, but yeah, I guess they'd have to have the right sources and, and everything to get that done properly.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so you guys doing anything for the Oscars? It's in like a little over a week, right?
1: Yes, we are doing, uh, we're going to have an Oscar party. Uh, We're inviting a few people over. I'm trying to come up with Oscar snack names. Um, like one is another one bites the crust. I think Kyle came up with that.
2: Well, she, she started it and I finished it. She's like, another one bites the something. I'm like a crust, obviously. I was like, Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Okay. And then I was thinking like, what was uh, a char is born and i was like when am i gonna char i, I i'm and still looking like, out like <laughs> uh,
2: yeah it's like you can take the green vegetable that's a uh, a
1: char yes yeah, Swiss <laughs> charred yeah and i was like that like, doesn't a sound tasty yeah, yeah. Like, no, a, taste- a
0: bar is born again and have an open bar
1: okay so i was thinking oh. a bar is born but then i was like oh i want to make a drink out of i don't know if you two have seen the favorite but there's a line in the favorite about, uh, pineapple. So I was like, Oh, I want to make like a pineapple drink. So I don't know, obviously I'm <laughs> going a little crazy because I'm like really trying to make the names very like punny, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so we're going to watch the Oscars and then have snacks. We made our own little Oscar ballot so people can, um, select who they think will win. And then whoever's the closest will win a prize. And, Um, I just got like a whole bunch of like stickers that are, um, like, uh, I got like with the, uh, Oscar nominees. Exactly. So I got like some like, uh, Spider-Verse stickers and, uh, Star is Born stickers and Black Panther. So things like that. And, um... uh,
2: yes, she shared the, uh, she designed the, um, ballot herself and, uh, put it up on Twitter too. So
0: yeah, yeah. So like people can can print it. Yeah. 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 Perfect. What's your Twitter?
1: Uh, at Babel.
0: Okay, sweet. Yeah, there's a, um, there's kind of like an old theater that's been around since like the 20s, right by us. We're in, in Long Beach by LA. And um, they have, it's really cool. They show a lot of films there and stuff still, but they have, you can join a membership and then they have this Oscar party that you can go to, which seems super fun. But we just found out about oh, it. Nice. And it's like already sold out, but we're going to look into oh, that for next year. It that seems,
1: sounds really cool.
0: Yeah, it seems very fun. And there's like, Especially being members, there's a lot of people who are are pretty into film. And, and we just saw a silent film there with a live orchestra playing. So it's oh. pretty fun. It's really cool. And it's like two blocks from mm-hmm.
1: us. I oh, wonder nice. if there's something – we live in the Bay Area. I wonder if there's something maybe like that around here because that would be – there's like the San Francisco Film uh, Festival and then like the organization that makes the festival – and I'm assuming if you're a member, maybe they have stuff like that. But that would be really cool to go to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff definitely yeah. seems fun. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I guess we'll kinda, you know, we've been going for like over an hour here. This is great. But um
2: <laughs> that's short for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so do you guys have any uh any 2019 movies that are coming out that you're excited for?
1: Oh wow. Um, I don't know. Kyle, do you have anything that you could think of? I know. Kyle, maybe if I had to guess, it would be Star Wars. Yes. That would yes. be episode nine. I'm definitely too. excited for that. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I I I'm always excited always about that. I just looked to her to
2: remind me of what I'm <laughs> I know, excited
1: Kyle about. looked at me like, uh. <laughs> I was like, um, don't ask me.
2: You know what I like. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: Um, so, yeah, I think um, that's definitely one. Um, for me, in next month, Us comes out, which is Jordan Peele's second movie that he's coming out with, oh. which. W- a horror film. I think it's. I think it's um, going to be more horror than Get Out. Yeah. At least that's, that's what, what I'm it looks hearing. Like. Yeah. I don't know too much about it. Yeah. It's like
2: I want to see it because he's the best. <laughs> but there's no way. Yeah. Kyle will
1: not. <laughs> that, but I will be seeing. But I'm looking forward
2: to Shari giving me an exact synopsis. So
1: yeah, (laughs) and I've been paying attention to like Sundance, and there's a movie I don't know too much about it called The Lodge, and it sounds very interesting. Unfortunately, I'm going to give you like not the most accurate synopsis, but I believe it's about this girl, or it's a woman who gets married, or she's going to become a new stepmom. And the kids don't like her for whatever reason. And they keep trying to like expose something about her, but they keep, they're not finding much about her. Mm-hmm. And then at the time when they try to expose her, they get stuck in a lodge together and some bad stuff happens from the stepmom's past. And apparently it's like a horror thriller. And I heard it was really good. And that sounds really interesting to me because it also involves like family dysfunction. Which I also like watching in movies, like it seems like it's gonna be like family dysfunction, maybe a thrilling element, a horror element, so i'm I'm looking forward to that movie, but I don't know when that one comes out because it premiered at Sundance, and those films sometimes might take time to get picked up and then distributed. so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I those are at least on top of my head what i can think of
2: also i'm interested in where the second avengers movie goes
1: oh yeah i i i as much as we like talk about superhero movies i feel a bit exhausted yeah i i say that knowing i'm going to be seeing all of them (laughs) like it's not like i'm saying i think i'm gonna take a break i know i'm gonna see them yeah but um it is it does feel like a lot sometimes because it's almost like every month or every other month there's another superhero film. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, Having it's said hard. that,
2: though, have you guys seen uh, the Spider Man into the Spider Verse movie?
0: No, we have oh,
1: not. I've heard it's amazing. It's really yeah, good. That, that was cool. I think also the one movie we were talking about this recently that we want to see, I I think it'll be one of the rare times we see something ironically, is Cats. The movie. Uh, so, oh. <laughs> so, like, I have never seen cats. Everything I've heard about cats sounds crazy. Kyle, you've seen. Yes.
2: There uh, was the first Broadway show I saw when I was like in middle school, and it was just <laughs> terrible.
1: Yeah, so So. it – and it just seems like why – I know Cats was very successful. I don't understand I don't – yeah, I don't understand why it was successful, but in theory, it was very successful. So, like, make a movie, right? Right. But then when you start hearing about what Cats is, it's like, what the heck? Like, why would I make a movie? And then you see, like, the cast is, like, Jennifer Hudson and Taylor Swift and Aegis Elba and, like, Mm. all these people. You're like, what is happening? Am I losing my mind? So (laughs) – Ah, uh, part of me. I just want to. I'm. I'm very curious. In my opinion, I think it's going to be bad, but I want to see it because it sounds. Just, I don't even know. It just, I don't know what to expect from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna see it, Kyle, with me? I mean, I guess so. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such enthusiasm.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, bad. Bad memories. Um... Yeah, I
0: want to. See- I have not, just jumping back to like the superhero movies, I have never, I mean, we haven't, we're not super into them. Like we've seen a few and like I saw Black Panther, which was great. But um, Mm -hmm. I kind of had this with like Star Wars where I didn't grow up watching them. But then I was like, dang, everyone's talking about Star Wars. I got to do it. And then I just went through and watched, you know, all six of them and then like freaking fell in love with it. So it was great. Um, Yeah. And I want to do that again with like, Superhero Marvel movie kind of stuff, and just kind of get into Um, it because I feel so like almost out of the loop and left behind. Um,
1: I I can imagine it's very hard if you are not in because I have a friend who's like I hate superhero movies. I don't know why everyone's like he's just like literally like please don't talk to me about it right. And some some of the stuff I could tell that he's like extra annoyed is because it's so present in our lives like if you walk outside you will see a billboard for like the next superhero movie that is what everyone is talking about because these marvel movies are connected they're not only talking about one movie they're talking about 20 other movies that came out within the past 10 years like yeah. it's it could be very exhausting i think if you aren't in that loop to constantly hear about it yeah. so i i definitely understand that like feeling what i will say is like i think they're I think the worst Marvel movie is like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You know, like none of them are like terribly offensive, Mm -hmm. but I could see how a lot of them maybe start to feel similar uh, like uh, after a while. And it's like – get that
2: from like an honest trailer if you look at that. Have you guys heard that?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think the joke is like a lot of them always end up having like a glowing – like thing in space that's the villain and like, you know, like they all have like <laughs> yeah. these similarities. Um But I will say like when I look back on like Iron Man that came out like what, 2008? Like that's because, hard to imagine. Because it, it was the first one, I would say like those are like the – that's one of the more stronger ones because – they were kind of like, Are we gonna connect this? Hopefully, let's see if this works, you yeah. know. So, it was a little bit more independent.
2: And or, the Thor ones were very
1: good, too, I like the Thor and ones, they were too. pretty independent, or like even like Black Panther, because yeah. I think they were like, We want this to appeal to a lot of people, so like it's connected, but also if you didn't see the other movies, you'll be okay yeah. because yeah. you'll be able to understand what's going on. I think that's a good. Thing for them to do. I hope they continue to do that because some of the other movies, like Iron Man Two, when I think back on that, I was like, this clearly was just like a filler movie to like connect to the next movie. Like, yeah, they had I, a couple of those. They, it, it, some some of them aren't as great as others. Standalone movies, exactly. And yeah. I and I think when people start to look back on them, they'll see like, okay, this is a great experience altogether. But when you have twenty plus movies. I can't watch 20 plus movies when I when I want just to sit down and watch a movie. Yeah,
2: it's, um, it's interesting that uh, thinking back on what you were saying, Travis, about, um, you know, having that kind of feeling with Star Wars, I feel like that's manageable and it's great and it's really cool to just like watch all them um but then thinking about doing that for marvel right now just makes me like oh my god that is a lot
1: yeah <laughs>
2: like how do you even begin i don't even know what order they came in like you're you'd have, have to like look it up on wikipedia
1: yeah
2: <laughs> make sure you watch it in the right order and i'm sure there are like people who are like "Ooh, watch it in this order because like That's star, how star wars, wars is. Yeah. yeah so like we watched it um a few years back uh all of them in like some other order that somebody suggested online it was like four five one two three six I <laughs> you think. Like a robot
1: <laughs> <laughs> four, five, one, two, three,
2: yeah and it was like oh wow that's cool but i was like i can't even imagine for like marvel there's probably like 50 different ways to watch probably it and, like, yeah. taking yeah. like three years but it i think it would you know a lot of them are really good though so i definitely suggest doing it but um you know take your time i
1: guess <laughs> yeah yeah i, I hope I hope with more superhero movies that they start to add more themes to them. It's not just like, oh, no, the city's in trouble. I mean, you know, like, I hope they start, like, tackling, like, I don't know, just, like, different ideas. That would be great. Like, I think, what is it? Not Dark Phoenix, but I know there's, like, an X-Men movie that they're thinking that might be more of a horror uh, film. Huh. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, let's do that. That would be interesting versus, like what they've been doing, just yeah. the same, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think I would like to, I think I could really get into it if, if I went, you know, and started going through all them and just, you know, I don't feel rushed. I take my time. Like right now, we're, we're starting to go through like all the James Bond series again, just, well, not again, oh, nice. but just to watch all of them. And it's just like, it's nice because then we sort of have like, We don't really have to go through the movie picking process. It's almost picked for us. You know, (laughs) we can watch like two or three a week. It's, it's, there's no rush because they're all out. So I think I'd yeah. like to do that with the Marvel movies. I don't know if Sydney's into it, but I'll I'll convince her.
3: Yeah, I mean, if I have the right lens on, I can go into it and just enjoy it. And it's very visual and it's like kind of a spectacle. But like, I don't know, I feel like I have a hard time with how formulated they feel and how commercialized they are. I mean, that's just like what they are. So I feel like yeah. I'm a little bit more inclined to watch something that's... Um, not just telling me how to feel about every single moment. I feel like they're very, I don't know,
1: yeah. They're they're very commercial. No, I agree with yeah. you. They're very commercial because they're trying to appeal to little kids and grown people, you know, and then everyone in between. Yeah. And it's it's like they don't they don't take very many risks because yeah. they don't want to alienate anyone. Um so for me, I definitely I think our first episode was on Uh, Avengers that came out last year. And I think at the time I was like, yeah, it was good. I just feel tired. You know, (laughs) like, you know, like, I I didn't think anything was wrong with it. I was just a little like, okay, yeah. And then Endgame, or we didn't know it was called Endgame, but that that one will come out next year and cool. And then it's like, okay, but then there's going to be another thing that continues the story. It's like, oh, we're not stopping. Okay. You know, (laughs) it it just feels a little like, all right. Yeah. That's because
2: we, seen so many for so long we've
1: literally seen like all of them yeah yeah
2: and i think thinking back i think you know like some of the more recent like the avengers and stuff is cool if you're totally steeped in it and you want to see where the story goes but i think even if you if you start at the beginning and you start watching them i think that uh, hopefully maybe you'll get into the story and, you know, I think the earlier movies as well, weren't as much of a spectacle as the later ones, I would say, like I, visually.
1: I, I would say they had a smaller scales at times and then, yeah. and then they all just became like about saving the universe.
2: Yeah. And just which like, is like
1: green screen, everything where yeah. like, you know,
2: Iron Man and stuff were more practical effects. And, at the beginning. And yeah. Like and yeah, I think. You know, there, there's a lot to uh, go into there. And I think if you like at least a couple of them from different characters, then you start getting interested in, oh, how do they kind of meet up? And what do they do from there? And
1: I am looking forward to, like, I, I think definitely, like what you were just saying about going into it with a specific lens. Like, it, if I'm in the mood for it, sure. But I hope going forward, people will stop trying to make everything connect. I understand yeah. how financially like that has benefited Disney and Marvel because people feel compelled. Like, well, I can't just see one. I have to see all of them. So they are making so much money from this. But like the whole thing with DC and how they felt, oh, we need to make our own connected universe too. And it's like, do you? like, Or could you just come out with individual movies, like how it always was done? And I think that's what they're doing now because – their universe kind of collapsed on itself <laughs> um and yeah. so now they're just coming out with like okay we'll just do aquaman and we'll just do wonder woman and we'll start over with batman and you know like they're just like deciding to just do things
3: are they
1: starting it. over batman again yeah ben affleck isn't batman anymore um, they're do they gonna have ju- one they have not picked one there's like uh, rumors but there's they have not officially picked what's one the rumor Oh, there, I think there's so many rumors, but, like, oh. I feel like people are just starting their own rumors. Yeah, so I don't probably. know. Because, like, I think I've heard, like, Michael B. Jordan should be Batman. Oh, and then I've uh. heard, like, Oscar Isaac. And I've heard, like, John Bernthal. Like, I, I feel like it's also people who are just, like— Oh, I John just, Bernthal would be good, probably. Do I you mean, guys know who that is? Uh, no. he, he plays the Punisher on Netflix's Punisher. <laughs> and then he was also in Walking Dead. Uh, He's in a lot of stuff, but oh, okay. he's— He's really good. Um
2: he has the voice for it, you know.
1: Sure. But yeah, my point is like I would I hope that if we're going to continue like having I don't know like eight superhero movies a year or something, you know, I don't even know yeah. how much it is. I hope that they do different things like Spider-Verse. Like that was fun to see, like an yeah. animated movie and like all multiple different Spider-Man or whatever. Um I I hope that they just, like, start doing different things and saying, like, okay, this time we want to do this type of movie. And, okay, yeah, it's a superhero, but we're going to focus on this, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, it seems
0: like they've gotten that, the word that that's kind of what they need to do or or want to do with, you know, at least with their, you know, the animated Spider-Man and then. If they're doing a horror X-Men kind of thing, they're definitely mixing it up.
1: Yeah, I forget which one. It might be Dark Phoenix, but I, I, unfortunately I can't remember because there's been like some weird stuff on that end since it's Fox and Disney bought Fox. And oh, now right. like what's happening, you know, like so I don't know exactly what's going on there, which film it is. But I remember a trailer came out last year with like – oh, what's that one girl's name? Maisie from – uh, Game of Thrones. Her name's like Maisie Williams or something. She plays Arya. I don't know. Yeah. I just remember. I just remember like that trailer, and it was like a horror film. And I was like, "Ooh, this will be interesting." And then mm-hmm. I haven't really heard anything about it since.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whew. Well, damn, Sade and Kyle, this is fun. I love talking to you guys. Yeah. About that. Thank yeah. you
1: for having us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of absolutely. course.
0: Um, so you guys have uh, Offscreen babbles, your podcast that's on iTunes and and everything like that.
1: Yeah, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah, in- including um, Spotify. Too. Yeah,
1: it's on yeah. Spotify. I think the most popular like players are would be like Apple, Spotify, and maybe like Google Play or something. I, I, like if you have an Android, yeah, it'd be yeah. Google. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but we're available wherever you listen.
0: Okay, sweet. And then you guys are on Twitter. We said on is it Offscreen Babble?
1: Yes, at Offscreen Babble. We're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Okay. I have not been very good at our Facebook if people are using it, but uh, <laughs> you can always connect. I just have not paid close attention to that. I will go back on that, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Yeah. That's all right. No one's on Facebook anymore anyway. So don't worry it, That's about it.
1: kind of why I was like, oh, I'll just make one, but I don't really, I'm not really on it, but um, you know, yeah. just in case someone connects there. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you can email us directly to it, offscreenbabble at gmail.com too. Cool. Perfect. Do you want to talk about anything?
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Maybe we should, we should do this again in, a, I don't know, a few yeah. minutes or whatever. But that was fun. I really, really like talking to you guys.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was we like, love it. I felt like, I was like, are we talking too much? Like, <laughs> oh, no, are
2: no. we? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to fix that balance.
1: Again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. So cool. Well, yeah. Thanks, guys. And, uh, you know, have fun at your Oscar party and uh, oh, have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you too.
1: All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Hey guys, Travis is here again. Um, So the podcast is over, it's done, so you can just leave right now, so don't worry about it. But I just had a couple things I wanted to mention and say to you guys. So first of all, thanks for listening to the episode or watching the episode, super appreciate that. Um, If you want to connect with me or in in the podcast, uh, we have a website, it's called curiosityness.com um curiosityness is c-u-r-i-o-s-i-t-y-n-e-s-s kind of weird um but that's what it is curiosityness.com uh you can go there we have an instagram instagram.com slash curiosityness podcast so not just curiosityness for the username uh i'm on instagram as trav derose t-r-a-v-d-e-r-o-s-e if you want to find just me um oh we're on facebook facebook.com slash curiosityness or on youtube uh i think just go to youtube and search curiosityness and we'll pop up uh i don't think we have a url for that one sorry Oh, and we have a, I have an email address, travis at curiosityness.com. So if you want to email me, you know, give me your thoughts on the show, suggestions, tips, uh, maybe like a suggestion for a new, for a guest who could come on, maybe yourself or somebody that you know who might be interested or, or you would like to hear on the podcast. Let me know about that stuff. I, I would love to hear that. Um, Oh, and then if you could leave a review, too, for the podcast, that would be super appreciated. Uh, the reviews in, like, in Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever, wherever you're listening to this, super help. Um, just drop, like, a star, whatever star review. I won't tell you to do five, but it'd be nice. Uh, so drop a review. You can write a review, even, too, if you want. That would be even better. Um, but that's about it. So thanks again for watching I super appreciate you you know listening to the whole show and staying here um, and yeah thanks again have a good day bye bye